0: Season 4, episode 75, midweek bonus episode for this week, and I'm kind of preoccupied because I'm getting the podcast ready for the midweek bonus episode while watching the 2023 Southern Baptist Convention in New Orleans, Louisiana, and it's stupidity on parade. It really, really is. I mean, well, there's some other things that's, that's good, too, but it's... I love watching these things because good old Joe Bob from somewhere out there in First Baptist Church up there in Podunk, Kentucky, has got a recommendation for something that don't make no sense. So um, I'll continue watching this. You listen to this stupidity. All the stories that you're going to hear in this podcast are true. None of the names have been changed because we've all done something stupid. St. Eric Lane and welcome to the midweek bonus episode of My Stupid World. Just remember if you see something stupid, say something stupid. And if you like the podcast, make sure you rate and review it because I get five-star stupidity for you. So give it a five-star rating and maybe even write a review of the podcast. I just might read it in an upcoming episode of course you'll always make it on my podcast if you do something really stupid at work yeah you know (laughs) you know like if you're at a you know working at a sonic drive-in i've been to those sonic drive-ins they're kind of cool you know get to drive in get to push the button and talk to somebody on the little radio and they come out to you and deliver the food to your car you know maybe you want to swing by a sonic and grab a hot dog and a coke well maybe You're thinking you're going to get a Coke, uh, like a Coca-Cola, not actual Coke, like cocaine. (laughs) An unnamed female customer went to the Sonic Drive-In in New Mexico. She ordered a Coney Dog. She bites into it and discovers a plastic bag filled with some kind of powder. Turns out it was a baggie of cocaine. Yeah. Well, fortunately, she didn't ingest any of it, but she did call the cops and They arrested a 54-year-old man that worked at Sonic. He uh, inadvertently placed the baggie in her order as he was preparing it and they checked the surveillance footage. (laughs) He gets a little stressed and kind of looks like he'd lost something. Well, he reportedly admitted to buying the cocaine earlier in the parking lot at the Sonic so the man got charged with felony possession. Yeah, You know, look, I've housed my share of Chicago dogs, Coney dogs, stadium dogs, dirty water crock pot dogs. You know, it's been soaking for 17 hours on the bar at Papa Joe's pool hall. But, you know, I draw the line at topping my tube steaks with ya-ya, yayo, you know? <clears throat> I don't know. I, I guess you could look for the new Bogota dog, available for a limited time at your local Sonic. You know, pair it with a new mel- Melanin Meth Slushie for the perfect treat, right? I don't know. That's... Don't think that's going to be on the menu anytime soon. <clears throat> I, to me, the perfect uh, Sonic is, is like a big Coney dog with some mustard and some chili and some onions and a big old tall glass of Coca-Cola. The cola, not not the other kind. What is the perfect boob, though? I'm not talking about the boobs that are in Washington. I'm talking about actual boobs. I mean, I know there's some probably some ladies out there that probably think they've got the perfect boobs? Well, here's a job I'm sure a lot of guys have signed up for, to be a researcher at New York University. Yeah, that's where your tuition dollars are going. They did a big study to figure out what might look like perfect boobs, meaning what the average person thinks is ideal boobs. So they got a 1,000 men and women they were shown photos of 25 different sets of knockers, <clears throat> and they got to rate how attractive they were. Did I mention there were researchers at New York University? Uh-huh. Well, these researchers uh, took the five with the best ratings, combined them into one image to show what perfect boobs supposedly look like. <laughs> now, not surprisingly, well, they're pretty perky, actually, but not huge. The study describes them as, quote, moderately sized. Hmm. Who determines what moderately is? That's what I want to know. But here's the most interesting insight. Being symmetrical really didn't matter that much. The, uh quote, unquote, perfect boobs in their composite image are actually slightly different sizes. And, well... Actually, the right one kind of hangs a little lower than the left one. In other words, perfect boobs actually have some imperfections. So, whatever you're rocking, be proud, you know? I guess this is a uh, probably an underhanded way of saying, you know, we should be able to go topless on the beach. Is that what they're saying? Like they do in Europe, and France and places over the across the pond, I don't know, but anyway. <laughs> well, look if you're going to perform the perfect crime this is how not to do it so now you're going to have to kind of follow me kind of closely on this so get out your calculator because you're going to need this to kind of add up all the different people that got arrested we got four kids in maryland they were caught driving around in two different stolen cars now they were teenagers two adults were with them also and an 18 year old and a 21 year old that's who they were turns out They'd also just stolen stuff from a nearby store. So the two adults, they get thrown in jail. And the four kids, well, they were charged as juveniles. So now that's six so far. Keeping count, six arrests. But we're just getting started. The the kids had to get picked up at jail by a guardian. So when the guardian showed up, the car that she was in was also stolen. So there were three women in that car. And a guy was driving in the car, too. So cops thought that it might be hot because a back window was smashed. After the three women got dropped off, the cops tracked down the car and arrested four more people inside it, the driver and three other teenagers. And meanwhile, the three women that got dropped off at the jail also got arrested. So I'm sure by now you've probably lost count. So here's the final tally. A total of 13 people were arrested, seven juveniles and six adults. And they all apparently knew each other and were between 13 and 21 years old. So, not really clear on what the guardian situation was all about or where their parents were during all of this. But cops say that all three of the stolen cars were Hyundai's. They're being stolen a lot right now, thanks to this dumb social media thing about how easy they are to steal. Apparently not, because those cops definitely had a windfall when it comes to arresting people. Wow. So, well, I know that um, this might sound like a joke at first. In fact, I kind of thought this was a joke at first, but apparently this is a real thing. But somebody sent a letter to Slate.com's Parenting Advice column asking why parents are now encouraging little kids to poop outside. Uh, you know, we've had stories before on this podcast of, uh, you know, marathon runners that needed to, you know, take a potty break and they did it in the guy's front yard. Now you're, I, I guess this might be where it's coming from. I don't know, but they, anyway, they, they said that they, they keep seeing this in public parks and playgrounds. Ew. Well, no, they're, they're not just going on the ground. No, they're not just copping a squat and dropping a loaf. No, they said that parents are actually bringing little portable toilet bowls for their kids to use. They set these up underneath the trees, you know, within like feet of playgrounds and picnic areas, so the kids can use them instead of the public restrooms. Now, they said it seems kind of gross because there's no sink. They just... Go back to the playground and spread those germs everywhere. But so th- th- this is something that's actually common nowadays. Am I am I a little bit behind culture? Well, according to the Slate.com writer, yes, it is. And he actually shamed the person for complaining. Right. He claims it's always been a thing. He thinks it might be just uh, more common now because more parents started doing it when COVID hit and public bathrooms were closed. He said... Parents don't care if they're making random childless people uncomfortable. He also added, it seems like the people who take issue with this are the same ones who have problems with moms breastfeeding in public. Look, I think breastfeeding in public is a whole different situation than letting your kid crap in public. Now, wait, before you judge moms or dads for busting out pint-sized porta-potties at the park, keep in mind that's just one of the many terrible things... That some of us parents do with our offsprings every day. And I have put together my little list of things every parent does with their kid that's just as bad as letting them poop outdoors. For one, drug them before long plane rides. Yeah, you know, or post TikTok videos of them dropping F bombs, or convince them that some rando in the North Pole watches their every move. Some other things I think every parent does to their kid that's just as bad as letting him poop outside. Pack them in a school bus operated by a drunk. Or pack them in a carnival ride operator by a tweaker. Or cheat while playing Candyland to get the dang game over with. Or let them puke in the spaghetti pot. Well, that never happened with me. I just puked in my grandmother's spit can with all of her snuff juice inside. Or maybe stick our thumb between our fingers and make them think that we ripped off their nose from their face. Oh, wait a minute. I think I just did that with my own great-nephew. Okay, well, okay. Guilty as charged. Or maybe curse the day that they were born whenever we step on a Lego barefooted. Especially lying to them about the dog moving to a farm yeah, I, I think there are probably a lot of things that are probably a little worse than letting your kid take a crap outside. So, okay, I guess I'll have to get on. I guess I'll have to deal with it, you know? I don't know. But that's where we are in today's society. But here's something that I think might be the most petty but brilliant way you can get back at somebody. And that is not necessarily having a kid poop in their backyard. No. There's this woman in the UK. She's going viral because she caught her boyfriend cheating and she found a way to get back at him in a brilliant plot. She hid smelly food in his apartment. No, she didn't hide poop. She hid smelly food. She's got this video where she opens up the curtain rods, you know, the ones above the windows. She pulls the curtain rods out and sticks a whole bunch of shrimp down through the tube and then puts it back together. This guy said his place smelled for months. He couldn't figure out why. Now her video inspired many other people to tell their own revenge stories. And well, I think some of these are pretty solid. In fact, I got a few good ones here. Let me just tell you something. One, where someone removed the back panel of their ex's TV set and put crab meat in it. Or a woman brushed a guy's toilet with his toothbrush and then put it back in the cup. And you know that liquid that comes in the jars of minced garlic? Have you seen that? Somebody dumped it inside a guy's shoes. All of his shoes. (laughs) And finally, somebody filled a spray bottle with milk and then just sprayed it all over a person's carpet. Yeah. Some people out there, you don't want to mess with them. Yeah. Well, one bar don't want to mess with some of these women anymore, and they're having to offer an apology. Seems like something probably out of a 1980s comedy, not something that would you know, actually happen in 2023, but this nightclub in Australia, it's called Woolshed on Henley. They're in a little bit of hot water after a promotion that they did where they offered women free drinks based upon their bra size. I don't know. Were they looking for the perfect boob? I, I don't know, but anyway... They had this ad on social media that says, the bigger, the better, and that women would get one free drink for an A-cup bra size, two free drinks for a B-cup, and three for a C-cup. Now, if that wasn't bad enough, they also encouraged women to remove their bras, saying, if your bra is uncomfortable, hang it up and let loose. That means you as well, boys, okay, I don't know what that means, but. Well, there was a backlash online. People were calling it misogynistic. Actually, here's some local women talking about how it made them feel. I'll be like, what are the managers thinking? <laughs> I would try and go somewhere else, for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't go there. I'm not quite sure with it sending that type of message out. I'm not, I don't think I'm comfortable with it now. Obviously, the bar had canceled the promotion and issued an apology in the Facebook post. They, they claimed that they never really intended for people to feel uncomfortable or body shamed. And they're workshopping ideas for different promotions that promote a fun, safe, and inclusive environment for all. You know, look, I, I, I think we were able to call uh, the bar, at, but you know, I wanted to try to get some feedback on this. But when we called the bar, all we got was this voice message here. Good day and thanks for calling. We at the Wool Shed on Hindley would like to get something off our chest. We realized that some of our patrons felt A. Uncomfortable And B. Body shamed Those are two very nice points and we're in double trouble Thank you so much for letting it all out We were very touched We can feel that you're really squeezing us for an apology And this bar promotion was a total bust We were bouncing around some ideas Because this improper promotion has been a real handful If you want to get in touch Or if you want to share some tips We want you to know that we're overflowing with regret And are here if you need any support Sincerely, The Wool Shed on Hindley. Well, I don't know. I I think maybe they're going to have to do more than apologize. Well, here's a Dad probably needs to do more than apologize over what was seen by other people, and obviously someone caught it on video. Um, and let me just say this. I mean, look, you see a lot of pictures that... Games where, you know, you they got a foul ball and they're trying to catch it and, you know, you had it, the foul ball stolen away from a kid who caught it or caught it before the kid could get it. You know, all this kind of thing. Well, here's something you may want to consider if you're at a game and you happen to maybe get a foul ball. If you drop your toddler on its head when you're chasing the said foul ball, you might be looked at as a bad dad. Just saying. But what does it say about your parenting if it's done at a college game? <clears throat> because that's exactly what happened when Campbell took on NC State in a regional elimination game in Columbia, South Carolina. Some dude went after a ball while holding his kid and he wiped out. And when he wiped out, the poor kid's head bounced off of what appears to be a paved surface. Now, not really clear if it was if the kid was injured. The video is a little hard to watch. I guess the kid's okay, but I think he got a pretty good knock on the noggin. I'm not sure what kind of a knock on the noggin the dad needed to get, though. I'm not sure. But, but here's some. Uh, here, here, here's three men who probably needed a knock on the noggin uh, because of what happened in England. The marine rescuers there said a, a paddleboarder came to the assistance of these three guys who had drifted out to sea they were on an inflatable duck the royal national lifeboat institution's apple station said volunteers were conducting training exercises and they got word that three men had floated away from uh westward ho beach on a ginormous yellow inflatable duck a friend in the kayak attempted to push the duck to shore but well this uh Unusual flotation device was soon more than 650 feet from shore. The RNLI said the rescuers were still on their way to the scene when a man on a paddle boat, or paddleboard ventured out to tow the inflatable back into the beach. The paddleboarder was actually able to bring this inflatable duck close enough to the shore for the three men to at least jump out and get back on the beach. And then the inflatable duck was then blown right back out to sea. Yeah, well, I don't know if they would have drowned, but they certainly could have died of embarrassment, that's for sure. I mean, here's my question. What were three grown men doing on the same inflatable duck? I guess maybe as your iPhone would say, this is ducking crazy. (laughs) It's a good thing that they were rescued before something bad happened. I mean, you might say they were totally sitting ducks out there. Okay. You know, there's a saying. It says, good looks can only take you so far. But what if good looks could take you 90% farther? Wouldn't apply to me because I got a face for radio. Well, there was a poll recently that asked more than 8,000 people this question. Would you rather be 30% smarter or 90% more attractive? Well, it was a pretty close poll. 53% of the people said they'd rather be 90% more attractive. 46% would choose 30% smarter. Let's ponder that question for a moment, shall we? Hmm. 30% smarter or 90% more attractive? I'm actually looking at myself in the mirror right now. Well, never mind. Well, Actually, some folks had some solid reasons for their votes. One person said, look, I'm already pretty smart, so I'll take the intelligence. Much better to be exceptional at one of them than good in both. Now, somebody else said, looks fade with age. The intelligence could last your whole life. Now, on the flip side, one person remarked, I'm smart enough, but being attractive in life is like lowering the difficulty. (laughs) And then I like this one. I'm smart enough to know that being smarter would only make me more unhappy. Well, now that might be a point. That just might be a point. Although I honestly have not really met many people that are really smart and really attractive, you know? Maybe it's just who I hang out with. I I don't know. But anyway, well, you don't want to be hanging out with this guy. This is kind of like breaking into a bank with gloves on but then removing them to be able to type the code on the safe. There was a guy that recently robbed a cell phone repair store down in South Florida. And, um, well, he was conspicuously wearing a cardboard box on his head. He was seen on security cameras walking around with this box on his head, smashing display cases and stealing phones right and left. But then, strangely enough, he raised the box at one point and showed his face to the camera. Okay. The police used that image to identify him as 33 year old Claude Griffin, and he was arrested later that same day. He was charged with grand theft, burglary, criminal mischief, cocaine possession, and resisting an officer. The man stole 19 iPhones, $8,000 in cash, which a total value of about $15,000. Kind of unclear, though, how much of it was recovered. Although, I know that the NBC Miami affiliate had an amu- a very amusing clip of him with this box on his head, momentarily lifting it up, kind of maybe just kind of see what he was doing. I don't know. But who puts a box on their head to go rob a store? I mean, I'll bet you anything this guy probably grew up with older siblings and always had their leftover Halloween costumes or something, you know. You know what's really hard, though? It, it You know, getting out of a—what's really hard of getting out of a cell phone contract, you know, it's it's bad enough trying to go and steal one with a box over your head, but just think about now how hard it must be, though, trying to hide from a cell phone store owner, you know? I guess you know you're really not a quality robber if you consider a box to be a disguise. I mean, hey, if he pulls off a few more jobs, maybe he can afford to put a bag over his head instead. You can really get up close and personal by interacting with the podcast and get the real-time updates and a little of uh, the uh, articles from the stupid stories that you hear when you join Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World Telegram channel. I'll be posting links to the stories that I read here on the episodes. You're able to read the actual articles, see the pictures, look at the videos, make comments about what you have actually seen or read or even heard about. And even share some of your own stupid stories with uh, everybody in the community. Visit t.me slash Lane. That's t.me slash E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. You get a preview of the channel. And there's also an opportunity to just download the, the Telegram Messenger right there from the preview channel. Right to your device, desktop or mobile for Windows, Linux, Android or Apple. And also, you can interact with me as well on social media. Follow me at Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E, on Facebook or Twitter, or visit the website at InsaneEricLane.com. And now, from the news desk called Insane Eric Lane, it's the Week in Review. New research finds that since the 1950s, U.S. life expectancy has fallen far behind many other countries. This is puzzling because other than inhaling processed foods, guzzling sugary drinks, and never stepping foot in a gym, I can't imagine why. In fact, citizens of Albania, Lebanon, and the Czech Republic, even Cuba, can now expect to live longer and healthier lives than the average American. Cubans are living longer because we just can't stop eating those Cuban sandwiches. According to a new study, getting married may be the best way for men to avoid work-related burnouts. Yeah, you definitely won't burn out at work because you'll already be way too tired from fighting at home. The study says marital satisfaction and feeling supported in one's private life can become critical factors in preventing burnout among men. Of course, I'm not really sure what they mean by marital satisfaction. But I don't think it's referring to the bedroom. And According to a new study, 67% of people don't want AI as a jury in a trial. But you might be better off with a robot because every human doesn't want to be there. 57% also said they don't want AI to fly airplanes. Except for people who fly Frontier because they think it'd be nice to have a pilot who's sober for once. Wildlife officials in California said a wolverine spotted on multiple recent occur- occasions is only the second of its species to be seen in the state in the past century. But sadly, he wasn't witnessed the fighting mangetto or saber tooth. The California Department of Fish and Wildlife confirmed the wolverine was seen twice in the National Forest and once in Yosemite National Forest. And like most Californians, he's now trying to figure out a way to leave California. A rowdy and allegedly drunk passenger was arrested and dragged off a Southwest Airlines plane from New Orleans as an annoyed traveler cheered in this bizarre moment caught on cell phone video. This is pretty stunning. I really can't not believe that this did not occur on Spirit. more moron with a beer can punched a man. The Kansas woman was detained following an outburst that ended with her biting and kicking a sheriff's deputy at Louis Armstrong New Orleans International Airport. Geez, it turns out that the cheap liquor she was drinking wasn't the only thing with a bite. People in Japan who have become accustomed to wearing a face mask have turned to the help of a professional to learn to smile again. These people are just like New York City residents in that they totally forgot how to smile. Yeah. After the Japanese government lifted its recommendation to wear masks, many residents realized they had forgotten how to execute the facial expression. Turns out their faces move less than the average Hollywood actress pumped with Botox. Cornerback Isaiah Rogers has been identified as the Indianapolis Colt who was caught betting on NFL games. Turns out this guy is such a huge dirtbag that he's immediately being traded to the Cleveland Browns. The report states that some of the wagers were on Colts games, which was too easy because in order to make money, all you had to do is uh, bet on the other team. The PGA Tour announced they are merging with Live Golf and the European DP World Tour to form a unified company. The PGA has been anti-Live for years now, but you know, they had billions and billions of reasons to change their minds. A high-ranking Washington, D.C. transit official, who used to work for the MTA, apologized after she posted a photo of a commuter's crotch to complain about manspreading. spreading but some people are defending her because they say you're supposed to post photos of suspicious packages. This is definitely messed up, but it's nice to see a high-ranking DC official posting a photo of a crotch other than their own. Republican strategists are growing increasingly concerned over President Biden's ability to serve the nation after he took that tumble at an Air Force event. Now, people are saying it's kind of cute that strategists think Joe was ever running the country. Several Republicans have questioned whether the 80-year-old Biden is physically and mentally up to the intense demands at the White House for another four years. Kind of hard to picture him in the White House when he belongs at the early bird special at the Waffle House. And a new survey assessing trust in government found that overall Americans do not trust the federal government. So I guess it's really nice to hear that Americans haven't totally lost their minds. However, the people view individual agencies and civil servants much more positively, and many can recall positive interactions when dealing with government employees. The government employees are always happy, but I guess you would be too if you got paid to do nothing. Okay. So I just said government employees are always happy. I might need to retract that statement because I did take a trip to the DMV recently. Disgraced ex-news anchor Frank Somerville was arrested twice in one night in Berkeley, California in the latest public scandal to befall the Bay Area journalist. This guy is such a low-life dirtbag that he's now being offered a position at CNN speaking of cnn their ceo and chairman chris Licht, stepping down after that tumultuous 13 month tenure now he's planning to work for a more fr- truthful news outlet you know like the onion the ceo and chairman's exit came after the atlantic wrote a scathing piece slamming licks leadership but this seems like a weird reason to resign i mean because if there's one thing most americans are used to at this point it's bad leadership the trailer and poster for the upcoming film crack coon has been shared following the story of a drug-fueled raccoon that wreaks havoc on a small town so you'll still find coons in the dumpster but this time it's just because they're crackheads the film comes hot on the heels of that now cult favorite cocaine bear which was released in cinemas earlier this year now with all these animals doing drugs pretty soon your local rehab is going to look like a petting zoo Former Vice President Mike Pence is running for president. This is kind of incredible because nobody thought anybody had a worse chance of winning than Nikki Haley. This means that Pence will be running against his former boss, Donald Trump. Of course, this is one boss you don't want to double cross because he's used to screaming, you're fired. (laughs) A new bank rate survey finds that Americans are... Tipping less this year due to inflation and uh, general economic unease. And uh, many people are staying home altogether and just giving the tip in a different way. I mean, I don't blame people for not tipping when it comes to those uh, self checkout machines. I mean, we already have people getting money for doing nothing. They're called politicians. Wildlife officials in Colorado came to the rescue of a black bear that closed itself in a pickup truck and spent hours completely destroying the interior. The inside of the vehicle was so trashed, you'd think that there were a group of toddlers in there. Colorado Parks and Wildlife tweeted a video showing officers carefully opening the door of this pickup truck in Evergreens to release the trapped Bruin. This Bruin showed a lot of heart, unlike the ones in Boston during the NHL postseason. sources say that an FBI record has revealed that President Biden was referred to as the big guy, by the Ukrainian oligarch who owned the Hunter Biden employment agency giant Burisma. But the wildest part of this story is the insinuating part that Hunter Biden actually had a job. The Ukrainian oligarch reportedly discussed a, an alleged bribe of $5 million to old Joe and another $5 million to Hunter as well. Kind of looks like the Bidens are involved in such nefarious criminal activity that even the Clintons are blushing. And according to a new survey, 40% of adults still sleep with a childhood stuffed animal even when sharing a bed with their partner. Now look, if your partner still sleeps with one of those, then I guess the only thing getting stuffed is the teddy bear. <clears throat> Sleeping with a stuffed doll is an adult. It's kind of weird, you know, but it could be worse. It could be a blow-up doll. According to a new survey, almost half of Americans have feuded with their significant other over the temperature of their living space. Yeah, yeah, but that really shouldn't be... There really shouldn't be any kind of fighting, you know, because every couple really ought to agree that um, 69 is the best number. A a shocking 17% have even gone as far as to sneakily lock their partner out of the thermostat settings, which is kind of wild because everyone knows that just touching a dad's thermostat is a crime punishable by death. Hey, leave that thermostat alone! (laughs) Well, Hasbro has unveiled their new 3-0-DLX Bumblebee figure based on the Autobot's updated design and Transformers Rise of the Beasts. And buy this for kids everywhere, folks, or adults who still live with their parents. It's a good gift for them, too. <laughs> Former President Trump suggested that his 37-count federal, federal indictment was brought as a distraction from bribery allegations against President Biden. But look. Nothing distracts the American public more than when Joe attempts to speak the English language. Trump says, it's incredible whenever you look at what happened, when you look at the kind of money that flows into the Biden family and to Joe Biden, by the way. But look, if Trump thinks that money flows, he should just see what Joe's doing in his pants. Nearly a quarter million vehicles built by Toyota, Kia, and Land Rover were recalled over a range of issues including the loss of power or brake power or taillight failure, faulty airbags. So I guess that means that this is the one time Mazda drivers don't regret their purchase. U.S. National Highway Safety uh, Administration um, issues these recalls on about 99,000 Kia Sportage SUVs. And luckily, well, we really haven't heard about anybody being injured or killed. So Kia owners can just simply go back to dying of embarrassment. And a new green giant survey names corn as america's favorite vegetable which isn't surprising because we knew the answer wouldn't be john fetterman or joe biden a new poll finds that nearly half of retirees don't think they've saved enough money to make it through their golden years in comfort probably because they didn't expect inflation to balloon faster than a fat kid at a buffet yeah even if you did save well Things are so much pricier now. I mean, one trip to the grocery store these days and you'll be applying to work at the grocery store. Firefighters in South Carolina recently ejected an unwanted visitor after an alligator wandered into their station, but they probably would have been way more disturbed if members of the Florida Gators entered the station. And of course I'm teasing, you know, because Florida Gators never end up in a fire station, just police stations. And King Charles was said to be sad and bewildered. By the legal crusade, his son Prince Harry launched against a British newspaper group and his continued attacks on the UK's institutions. But it could always be worse. His son could be named Hunter. Yeah, Charles is really unhappy with this whole situation. Harry's continued attacks on UK institutions are almost as depressing as the day he married Meghan. Kanye West celebrated his birthday by participating in the Japanese practice of nyotar It's also known as eating sushi off the body of a naked woman. So I guess it smelled like fish in there for more than one reason. Well, based on the setup, you'd think that Kanye would want chicken for dinner. You know, after all, he was clearly ready to put some breasts in his mouth. Porn star and OnlyFans content creator Mariah Mills continues to post on social media about her relations with New Orleans Pelicans superstar Zion Williamson. Her fans aren't happy about these posts, mainly because, uh, well, she's fully clothed, for one thing. Actually, this time Mills posted a text allegedly sent by Williamson, which asks her to delete everything that she's been posting about him. Kind of incredible because all this baby mama drama is somehow even more depressing than Zion's NBA career. And finally, Aaron Rodgers recently said that preparing for this upcoming NFL season with the Jets has been the most fun I've had in a while. <laughs> Which is kind of great, you know, because once the Jets season actually starts, he'll be miserable. Although nobody is really more miserable during the season than Jets fans. It's a great big stupid world. You know, everybody has a little stupidity in their world, and frankly, I would like to hear about it, okay? If you've maybe got a great stupid story from your stupid world, maybe you just want to respond to one of mine. I'd like to hear about it. Let me hear from you. You can contact me easily just by email at shoutout at insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E, or... If you got a question or a comment about something that you've heard on the podcast or something that Pancho Guero has said on the podcast, or maybe you just want to tell me of some firsthand experience of some stupidity you've encountered, well, let me know. I want to hear from you. I might uh, even use your comments on an upcoming episode. So record a message for me at podcast.insaneericlane.com. And uh, give me your feedback, okay? Um, and by the way, if you haven't done so already, and I just can't imagine why you haven't already, follow me on social media. You can look me up on Facebook or Twitter by searching out the handle Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. Underneath this genius, I'm simply a human. It's like a caveman thing. Or and now oh, this week's a genius award. And this week's Genius Awards includes an Arizona man who is in custody after allegedly stealing over $100,000 of perfumes from multiple fragrance stores in Gilbert, Chandler, Queens Creek, and Phoenix. The theft started when 37-year-old Jose Luis Acosta walked into an Ulta beauty store near Baseline and Cooper Roads, filled a pillowcase with twenty nine hundred and fifty nine dollars worth of fragrances and left the store without paying according to court documents now according to police Acosta went to ten more Ulta Beauty stores throughout the East Valley where he shoved perfumes into duffel bags and pillowcases before fleeing the stores his theft during the crime spree totaled thirty nine thousand seven hundred and forty dollars and ninety eight cents police say Acosta was in and out of the store within a minute during these crimes Investigators are looking into other retail thefts he might be connected to. Ulta Beauty believes he's responsible for over $100,000 in stolen fragrances. Acosta was arrested and booked into jail on 10 counts of retail theft. He was previously arrested for theft, shoplifting, discharging a firearm, and assault. Where do you even sell stolen perfume, huh? PTA meetings? Tupperware parties? I don't know. I don't know about you all, but I kind of feel so much safer knowing that the pillowcase perfume pirate is now behind bars. (laughs) And then there's this. A Huntsville, Tennessee man is being held on $75,000 bond after he allegedly stole women's underwear from multiple homes. Brandon George was arrested by the Huntsville Police Department in charge of burglary. Investigators served arrest and search warrants at George's home after an investigation into a burglary that occurred on the 2500 block of Lake Road. It led detectives to believe he was a suspect. Now, in that case, police said the victim reported that her underwear and other personal items had been stolen from her bedroom. Police said another incident in the same area helped investigators link George to the latest burglary. When a search warrant was executed, police said he was found to be in possession of several pairs of women's underwear that detectives believe were stolen from different apartments in the Lake Road area. Some of the items police added have been linked to victims, and investigators now believe there could be other victims in the area who may not know their underwear or personal items were stolen. George is also allegedly seen acting suspiciously near several apartments, possibly lurking outside bedroom windows. Recently, detectives executed a second burglary warrant in connection to additional allegations against George, and again, he was arrested. George was transported to the Walker County Jail, where he is now held on $75,000 bond. Now, he did get away with this for a little while, and now other panty raiders want to learn his Victoria's Secret. (laughs) Now this dummy is in jail. He'll still be seeing underwear, but unfortunately, it'll be when his cellmate takes it off. (laughs) And how about this? A man has been arrested after being caught sunbathing naked, outside a Taco Bell restaurant in Lofstof, Denmark. Members of the public alerted the police after he was seen in Denmark lying out on the street without any clothes on just before 2 p.m. Police arrived at the scene and arrested the man before taking him to Grant Yarmouth Police Station. A Lofstof police spokesperson said, "'So, yes, this happened. He's been slathered with Aftersun and will be attending the court this morning.'" He was due to appear at Norwich Magistrates' Court. Now, taking your clothes off and Taco Bell are actually sometimes related. You know, because after eating their food, you go into the bathroom nude and pray for your life. I mean, he, had, he absolutely had to be drunk, okay? Not just because he was naked, but because he also decided to go, go to a Taco Bell. And what about this? A Florida man was arrested after cutting off his ankle monitor, barricading himself inside an apartment, and jumping out of a window in the apartment. The Sumter County Sheriff's Office responded to the Sandalwood Apartments in the city of Wildwood about 3.54 in the morning after multiple reports of a a driver breaking into apartments after crashing a car into one of the buildings. When deputies arrived, they discovered the suspect, later identified as 44-year-old Corey Michael Payton, who barricaded himself inside a second-story apartment that he was burglarizing. Peyton threatened to shoot deputies, leading authorities to evacuate several apartments that they considered to be in danger. The sheriff's office SWAT team ultimately responded to the scene, and a crisis negotiations team established verbal contact with Peyton through a second-floor window that he'd broken out. Officials had been negotiating with Peyton to surrender peacefully for several hours before he dove out of a second-story apartment window and landed on the ground. A village's fire rescue crew at the scene attempted life-saving measures before Peyton was flown by helicopter to a regional trauma center. Peyton's charges for the incident are still under investigation, but will include burglary to an occupied dwelling, burglary to a dwelling, and multiple counts of criminal mischief. Look, you just can't cut off your ankle monitor. But between going to the bar and his family members, I'm guessing this guy is just used to getting cut off. hmm? I mean, what this guy did was just totally nuts. I mean, uh, well, but I guess uh, you might say he saw a window of opportunity. And you got to check this one out. Police have arrested two men in connection with the carjacking of a Domino's pizza delivery driver in Burbank, California. The victim told officers he was delivering an order to a customer whenever he was confronted by two men in an alley who assaulted him, held him at gunpoint, and demanded his keys. Fearing for his life, the victim complied with the suspect's demands and handed over his keys. The Burbank Police Department stated the suspects then fled in the victim's vehicle. Now, the suspects were not able to be located until the following afternoon when investigators found the victim's vehicle near the 6500 block of Radford Avenue in North Hollywood. The vehicle was actually being driven by a man believed to be one of the suspects in the carjacking, and he was arrested. The second suspect was located near the 6100 block of Lancashire Boulevard in North Hollywood a short time later and also was arrested. Subsequent search warrants at the suspect's residences yielded additional evidence linking them to the carjacking in Burbank. They've been identified as 24-year-old Jordan Lee and 21-year-old Tracy Dobbins, both of North Hollywood. Lee and Dobbins were booked for felony armed carjacking and they're being held in lieu of $100,000 bail and they're both due to appear in court. I mean, this is just further proof that the noid doesn't let anyone move in on his territory, you know? The authorities are still searching for the third accomplice that they say is a short Caucasian with an unusually large nose who's armed with a spear and wears a crown of leaves around his head. I'm not sure. And you'll never believe this. Police in Michigan discovered that um, busting an auto thief was just child's play after a 10 year old boy led him on a high-speed chase while driving a stolen SUV. The incident took place when police dispatchers in Saginaw County got a call from OnStar, it's General Motors' in-vehicle emergency service. They called uh, reported that a 2017 Buick Encore had been stolen from a home in Buena Vista Township. The Buick was traveling at high rates of speed and southbound on I-75. The Lieutenant uh, Kimberly Vedder was uh, telling the outlet MLive.com several passing motorists had called 911 to say that a child was spotted behind the wheel and was driving in a reckless manner. Troopers then tracked down the SUV near the Birch Run exit and tried to perform a traffic stop, but the vehicle's pint-sized driver wouldn't pull over. OnStar then remotely disabled the Buick and it bumped into a guardrail. So at that point... The tenacious youngster climbed out of the Buick and tried to flee on foot, but was quickly apprehended. According to state police, the 10-year-old, who stands about under 5 feet tall, had stolen the Buick because he wanted to drive to Detroit to be with his mother. It was not immediately known if the 10-year-old would face any criminal charges, and of course they haven't released his name because of his age. A 10-year-old operating a vehicle could have been absolutely disastrous, almost as dangerous as a senior citizen behind the wheel. Of course, cops are totally stunned. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they couldn't believe that a car theft occurred somewhere other than Detroit. Okay, one more. A woman who accidentally glued her eye shut after mistaking nail glue for eye drops documented the painful ordeal on TikTok in a video that's been viewed over 4 million times. You would think people would learn. Well, I've gone and done it, she says. I have won the Most Idiot Person Award. That was Jennifer Eversole. She goes by the handle... At Mama Eversol, she posted a TikTok post, and in that post, she said her eye drops were directly next to super glue, and she inadvertently squeezed the glue into her left eye. She says, now I'm sitting here crying because I have no idea why. I just feel so stupid. She said in the experience, she had intense burning, really bad burning, which felt hot, prompting her to quickly shut her eye, affecting the eye tight, it affected it. She goes, I don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing because I didn't get on my eyeball that much and maybe it would have glued my eyes shut if I hadn't shut them. But I don't know what would have happened, she says in a follow-up TikTok post. Doctors were able to get her eye open, but the recovery process involved days of numbing drops, blurry vision, itchy discomfort. Eversol explained that the mix-up occurred after she gave her daughter a manicure and left the glue bottle which was identical in size and color to the eye drops on the same dresser, she's planning on switching to brush glue to avoid the same mistake. Eversole said her eye has been healing well since that incident. Gluing your eyes shut pretty terrible, I know, but look, all of us have somebody in our lives that we wish would glue their mouth shut. <laughs> Woman definitely took the idiom, eyes glued to something a little way too differently, a way too literally. <laughs> Well, don't forget to review and rate the podcast. Give it a five-star rating because these are five-star stupidity stories I got for you. And don't forget, if you have a review that's really stupid, I just might feature it on an upcoming episode. And when you rate and review the podcast, it always helps to show up prominently in searches because folks are out there trying to find stupidity. So help them out and share the podcast on your social media feed so you're not so stingy with your stupidity either. And if you haven't done so, that little button says subscribe. Make sure you click it, okay? So you don't want to miss any other new stupid episodes. And by the way, if you're listening and you're streaming the podcast and it gets buffered all the time because you're in crappy cell service or Wi Fi areas, download every episode. That way you can watch it buffer free. And I also recommend using Podcast Addicts. It's a great app for optimum performance and it's totally free at your app store. They have two types of paid versions as well if you want to get rid of some of the ads. And besides this, you also get your weekend episode. There's two episodes every week. Every weekend, I bring in my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Cuero, and he will, will bring his own share of stupid stories, usually from Florida. And he'll also answer your questions with his sage wisdom you can ask poncho about anything test your skill also against poncho with our insane game show and don't forget you can download telegram messenger and join in the insane eric lane stupid world channel on telegram you can actually read the actual articles that i use for each of the episodes um, stupid stories and you can make comments about what you what you've read you can even share the articles with your friends to prove that there really are stupid people out there you can also post comments or suggestions about the podcast as well. Kind of interact with the show a little bit. You can get a preview and a link to download Telegram Messenger at t.me slash Insane Lane. That's t.me forward slash Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. The app is totally free for desktop or mobile versions, Windows, Linux, Android, or Apple. And don't forget to follow me on uh, social media. I'm on Facebook and Twitter at Insane Eric Lane or just Check it all out at one one stop shop, my website at insaneericlane.com. And I got this week's verbal meme for you, which says some people are like slinkies. Not really good for much, but they do bring a smile to your face when pushed down the stairs. In St. Eric Lane's Stupid World is produced with support from Mr. Laughs Comedy, Ad Large Media, Wise Brother Media, Universal Comedy Network, and the Pulse of Radio, United Stations Radio Network. Theme music, It's a Great Big Stupid World, is written and performed by Randy Stonehill. Copyright 1992, Stonehillian Music, Word Music, Twitch and Vibes Music, and is available wherever you download music. In St. Eric Lane's Stupid World is distributed by Spotify for podcasters. Record your podcast as easy as talking on your phone and have it distributed to all major podcast platforms. The editing and music library are all at your fingertips. With Spotify for podcasters, download the app from your favorite app store.